What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Monday. Today is Monday the 12th. Hopefully you guys all had a nice weekend, whether you spent it inside, outside, watching games, playing games. Hopefully it was a nice weekend for everybody out there. I know we got off to a rough start. We had a one and two Saturday, a couple, couple lopsided losses. It's like, whew, come on now. And then uh, yesterday, bounced back with a 2-0 and Sunday. So again, another winning weekend, and we're looking forward to having a nice week ahead Uh, On today's show, it's NHL Monday, and the NHL trade deadline is coming up here in a few hours. We are recording this 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, and uh, there is some trade deadline news to talk about and some NHL news to talk about. Now, keep in mind, there's a couple hours left, so if anything happens at the end of the trade deadline or anything major, stay tuned to our Twitter at Sharp Angle Pod. We'll post anything on there or retweet any major news that happens today that we don't cover. But I've got a couple major trades that happened yesterday, last couple days, and it will impact how the NHL looks these last couple of months. Special thanks to Better Edge online, betteredge.com. Now, I just mentioned, go follow us on Twitter so you can see any news that we missed today in the NHL trade deadline. But also, if you follow us, you'll see our pinned tweet, which is at the top of your phone or computer, wherever you're looking at uh, Twitter. Our pinned tweet has all of the instructions that you'll need to enter our $100 giveaway. We're giving away 100 bucks this week, and we'll put it right in your Better Edge account. So really, if you want to take full advantage of this giveaway, and we always talk about on this show... How do you maximize your return? How do you maximize everything? If you enter a contest for March Madness, how do you maximize what you can get, right? That's what we talk about a lot on this show. Well, if you guys want to maximize this giveaway, here's what you do. You go sign up to Better Edge this week and use promo code SHARP, okay? That's SHARP with a P. That's going to get you 10 free dollars in your account. So go make an account, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP, get 10 free dollars. Then if you happen to be the one who wins the giveaway this Friday, we'll put $100 in your Better Edge account. The thing is, if you wait and don't create an account and win the contest, that's great. You get $100 free dollars and you sign up for Better Edge, but you're missing out on the 10 free bucks. And you may say, eh, $10, whatever. That's 10% more money. If you really want to maximize this, go sign up, betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, promo code SHARP, get 10 free bucks, and then uh, sign up for the contest on Twitter, and maybe you can win $100 this Friday. And quickly, the great thing about Better Edge is they allow you to bet VIG free. Get rid of the sports books right now that are taking advantage of you, trying to take every penny you have, start betting VIG free today. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, so the NHL trade deadline is here, at least it's a couple hours away, and we've had some really big moves. Now, last week on the NHL show, I talked about what I thought would be a good move for some uh, division contenders. And actually, a couple of the moves we talked about ended up happening. Some of the good teams got great. Some of these great teams took the next step. And let's start off with the Boston Bruins. Because Boston, a team who we have been pretty accurate in playing on or fading the last couple of weeks. We played on, uh, we had the Washington Capitals last night. They had a 7-1 to one win against Boston. And the main thing with the Bruins has been their scoring. Their offense has struggled, especially 5-on-5. Five five. So what did the Bruins do? Oh, easy. They go get one of the best left wingers in the game and certainly the highest rated player in this year's kind of uh, trade deadline portal, if you will. Taylor Hall, left winger from the uh, Buffalo Sabres, who was having a very, very bad year because he played for Buffalo, gets traded to, to Boston. And that's going to be, I think, 
one of the most impactful moves before the deadline. Okay, what this does is this gives Boston that missing piece, this missing, uh, you know, kind of special sauce on offense. If 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 Taylor Hall has even a an average year compared to uh, what he's done in his career, Boston will really reap the rewards. And now keep in mind, Boston is in the standings. Uh, a couple games back, they are, let's see, or a couple points back, they have 48 points. The Capitals, who are leading the division, are 10 points ahead with 58. But the Bruins have three games in hand, okay? So the Bruins, if they win all three games, they'll only be four points behind the division leader in the Washington Capitals with a month and a half, two months to go. Uh, on that note, the NHL did extend the season because of the Vancouver Canucks. So scheduling has changed in the NHL. But Taylor Hall from Buffalo to Boston, I think Boston gave up uh, only a, a let's see what they give up for him. The biggest name on the market without a first round pick. So I don't have uh, uh, details right there on this trade. You guys can go look that up yourself. We're not going to break down the trades or anything like that. Winners and losers. But one thing we do know, Taylor Hall makes Boston so much better immediately. This was a great trade for Boston. And right now, if you look at that division, it is wide open. It is up in the air. Now I know Washington, New York, the top teams right now, Pittsburgh, two points back. Boston will make a run. Boston, I'm calling it right now. Boston will be competing for the East come the end of the season. All right, let's move on. Obviously, Boston had a good move there getting Taylor Hall, but that's not all the Bruins did. They also added uh, Mike Riley, good defender from the Ottawa Senators. So Boston, not taking this lightly. They know they need help this year, but they also know they're close enough to where a couple moves will put them over the top. I love what the Bruins did, and it certainly elevates them in the power rankings. Now, if you like the power rankings, if you want our updated power rankings, stay tuned next week. After all the dust is settled with this, we'll get you guys some fresh NHL power rankings. All right, let's move on to the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh made a nice move getting Jeff Carter. We, we knew, or we at least had a good idea, that Jeff Carter would be on the move from the LA Kings. The Kings are selling this year. Jeff Carter, hot ticket item. So Pittsburgh ended up getting him. That will help the Penguins. And you notice something here. Boston making moves. Pittsburgh making moves. The Islanders making moves. All teams in the East. I love this. One team makes a move. It incentivizes the other to do the same. And that's only good for us and NHL fans uh, or, you know, sports bettors because we can find a lot of cracks in the market that we can take advantage of these next couple of weeks. But Pittsburgh, nice job getting Jeff Carter. That's what they needed. Depth at the center position, someone who could come in and win faceoffs. And uh, he's really going to help that Pittsburgh depth at center. Now, the other player for LA that we were wondering about was Alex Iafalo. And it turns out he's not going to be on the move. And this is recent news as of only a couple hours ago, because last couple days, Where's Iafalo going to go? Where's Iafalo going to go? What are the Kings going to do? Are they going to get rid of Jeff Carter and Iafalo? But it turns out they moved Jeff Carter, got a lot back. They want to re-sign Alex Iafalo, and the two sides apparently are coming closer and closer together. So the the more we get you know, to this actual trade deadline, it looks like Iafalo will not be leaving the LA Kings. All right, let's get to the Toronto Maple Leafs. They got uh, Nick Foligno, who we knew would be moving. Okay, the Blue Jackets are selling. That's very, very obvious. And John Tortorella and company, it seems like they're just ready to get to next season. But uh, Nick Foligno, good uh, good uh, forward who can really move up or down the lineup. He's not necessarily just a top six guy. That's exactly what Toronto needed. Now, Toronto's already a very deep team. I think that they're certainly one of the better teams in the NHL. But with all these other teams making moves, getting that much better, Toronto, I think, needed the extra strength, needed the extra depth at the forward position. Also, 
Okay, so so Bruins made a couple moves. Toronto also made a couple moves. Big move there for Nick, Nick Feligno, but they got David Riddick from the Calgary Flames. This this was the the trade that I thought got the most notoriety that shouldn't have for a couple reasons. Okay, first of all, well. I know that Frederick Anderson is injured, and they don't know when he's going to come back, and that is a big deal. You need at least one good goalie this time of the year. My whole issue is there weren't that many goalies available. You know, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs couldn't go who, get whoever they wanted, and I have a really good feeling David Riddick wasn't their number one choice. You know, I think that David Riddick is extremely overrated. And I'm just not the biggest fan. So I'm not going to be anxious to be playing on Toronto, even though they just got a couple, you know, new shiny toys. I think that other people will. I think the average fan reads this news and they want to bet on the Maple Leafs. And I just want to pump the brakes real quick and see how good can David Riddick be? Because I'll be the first to admit, goalies are not... If you look at a goalie's stats, it doesn't reflect really how good that goalie is. Now, I know that's counterintuitive because what else are you supposed to do? But if you want an example, go look at Thomas Grice's stats last year with the Islanders and this year with the Red Wings. He looks like two different people, okay? What happens in front of you on the ice matters a lot as a goalie. And David Reddick plays with Calgary, a very below average you know, defensive team. So now, as a part of the Maple Leafs, who knows? Maybe things change. I'm just not going to be anxious to be playing on them immediately. All right, let's uh, move on. The uh, Islanders, we know they made some moves last week, but uh, they did get Braden Corburn. Uh, nice blue liner, adding a little bit of uh, a defensive depth for the Islanders. Uh, and uh, the Montreal Canadiens added John Merrill from the Red Wings. We figured Merrill would be on the move, and the Canadians swooped him up. I'm interested to see how good this Canadiens team can be. They were questionable, you know, there for a couple months in the season, below average. They made some moves, and I'm wondering, what's the point? You know, I don't think that Montreal is right on that cusp. Now, they should make the playoffs this year. You know, in the, in the Canadian division, I think it'll be Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Montreal. It's that fourth team that's the question. But I'm like, what is Montreal trying to do? Get over the hump to make the playoffs? Just trying to improve? I mean, can, are they trying to catch somebody? Because usually, honestly, and I don't want to get in the mind of every GM, but usually it's obvious what teams are doing something. You're selling, you're buying. You know, it's confusing for a couple teams, but they're not making a lot of moves like Montreal. You know, a good example of this would be the Arizona Coyotes. You know, Arizona right now is one point out of the playoff race. It's going to be a jockeying race between St. Louis and Arizona for the fourth spot. But the Cardin or the the Cardinals, uh, the, the the Coyotes know. They're not close to competing with other teams in their division, either this year or next year when things go back to normal. And so, you know, do they sell some of their good young pieces to compete this year? Or do they try and try and add to their roster to compete this year? Uh, I guess I had it backwards. Do they add to the roster to compete this year? Or do they sell some of their pieces, sacrificing their playoff run this year to be good in the future? So you see how it's it's not obvious for every team, but for the Canadians, you know, for what they're giving up, these picks, these young prospects, is it really worth it? to be making these trades. You know, I would say probably not right now, but uh, we'll see. A lot of interesting stuff going on in the Canadian division. But uh, And look, there's going to be probably another trade or two. Those are the big ones that I wanted to get out of the way because Boston is going to be a different team. Toronto really helped themselves. Pittsburgh by adding Jeff Carter. That does a lot, even though it's one player. Now, so those were the biggest moves I had to point out. And of course, the David Riddick move from Calgary to Toronto. Everything else, we'll see how this day unfolds. We'll see what new news kind of is presented. Follow us on Twitter, at SharpAnglePod. We'll get anything out there we missed. And remember, sign up, $300 giveaway this Friday. 
Oh, also, what do I have here? 30 seconds. Did you guys see PK Subban's thigh? Oh, if you got a weak stomach, don't go look. But if you're interested in gruesome stuff, go look at PK Subban's thigh injury. He took a skate to the thigh. So, ugh, not fun. All right, thanks for listening. Good luck, whatever you guys have going on today and tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Sharp Angle Podcast.